Hello everyone, I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. Do you remember the Kentucky County clerk who refused to sign documents that would violate her religious values, that being that marriage is between or should be between one man and one woman, and then went to jail for her convictions? Here in a testimony exclusive at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention, NRB 2018 in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee, is the overcomer and ultimate victor in a case that would garner national attention and the harrowing experience that would follow, now chronicled in her just released Under God's Authority, the Kim Davis story, with John Ammon and Matt Staver forward by former Governor Mike Huckabee. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome an honor indeed, Kim Davis. Kim, welcome to Testimony. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. It's an honor to have you, Kim. Would you recap for our listeners in brief how you ended up in jail for refusing to sign that document and the harrowing events that would follow? Kim, tell us that story. Well, it started a lot earlier than just the the day that I went to court and was remanded into federal custody. Um, when I used to work as a, as a deputy clerk for my mother, worked for her for 27 years. And so when she got ready to retire, she asked me if I wanted to run. And I had put that off and put it off. I really didn't want to run. I had enough years that I could retire. That's what I wanted to do. But God kept on dealing with me to, to run. And... Um, there was a, an evangelist that came to our church, and he preached about uh, he preached a message about Christians taking back their community. So I decided that I would run, and through it all, got elected, won by 23 votes, got elected, and put on a committee to deal with the same-sex marriage issue that was coming up on at the Supreme Court. So through that committee, we fasted and prayed for the full six months before the decision came down, and. Um, there was just a lot going on at that time. Got sued very early and after the decision came down. By um, who? By four, four couples, two homosexual couples and two um, heterosexual couples because I stopped issuing license to everybody because um, I couldn't issue to a same-sex couple because of my religious convictions and I couldn't issue to a heterosexual couple because I didn't want to be um, discriminatory. And marriage statutes were just obliterated. And the legislature would meet and they would take care of it, I thought. But that wasn't how it went. So the ball got rolling on the, the cases and everything. And the judge issued an order that I was to issue the license, regardless of what my convictions were. That I could take my hat off of, uh, of my religious convictions before I stepped through my courthouse doors. And I could wear a different robe of sorts when I got there. And um, I just, I couldn't do that because you can't take away something out of your heart and soul that you believe in. It's not something that you wear as an outwardly, you know, garment that you can take off. It's ingrained inside you. And come down to it that I would not issue the license and uh, 
had a contempt hearing. So at the contempt hearing, he asked me if I was going to issue the license and follow his order. And I said, Judge, I, I can't do that. He remanded me into federal custody and um, incarcerated me and with no sentence. It was up to me that if I, when I was ready to sign a license that I could get out of jail. And um, I was ready for the long haul. I was going to wait until the legislature met. But we had a, a governor that won, uh, Matt Bevan, just a, a godsend to me. His first executive act was to sign an order, an executive order that took my name and authority off of the license. And um, so with that, that was the exemption that I had been asking for all along, the accommodation, you know. And, uh, and then our Senate codified that by passing a Senate bill that totally revamped the, the marriage license document itself, you know, taking the name, authority, and, and making it not a county issue, but a state issue. So it was just a, it was a, a, a very busy time, a rough time. This is a personal question for you, Kim. I've heard a little of your story. You've already talked about what motivated you to make some of the stand that you did make when admittedly your own life had been less than perfect. And I bring this issue up because there are Christians listening today who feel they have failed in numerous ways and in arenas and areas, and they can't make the stand that they would like to make because they will be judged, as it were, because of their own lifestyle. Was this an issue that was put in your face by those who accused you? Well, sure it was, because um, the media blasted my past uh, worldwide. And, um, you know, it's kind of ironic that God would use a woman who had a past such as mine, uh, married four times, twice to the same man. My current husband and I were married prior, divorced, and, and then remarried, um, to defend marriage. I mean, how, um, <laughs> you know, how, how could anybody make any sense of that? But God uses uses those type of things in our past to be a testimony. That's that's how God can use somebody um, who has made mistakes in the past. You know, um, we are none perfect and, and that's what my, I want people to realize that my book is the story of, of my life that the mainstream media doesn't want you to know. They don't want you to know that mine is a story of redemption transformation and and then being a usable vessel of God out of obedience um, they don't want you to know that you can have a past and that you can still be a vessel of God that can bring God glory amen and amen well said well said ladies and gentlemen you're listening to Kim Davis author of the just released under God's authority Kim in our remaining time here today a couple more questions what is your situation today and what words of emboldening and solace can you give our listeners today attacked for their religious beliefs? Well, the one thing that I always remembered was when Paul was in prison, he said, what can man do to me? He may kill this body, but he cannot touch my soul. And after all, it is our eternal soul that, you know, we are here on this earth for such a short time, and it's that dash in between that, that tells everything about what we did. I want my dash to be that I stood for Christ, I stood for His Word, and, and, and that I didn't 
I want to be sold out for God. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be a half-hearted Christian. It's easy to be a half-hearted Christian. But when the rubber meets the road, you have to make a decision to stand or to go, you know? I want people to understand that um, through it all, God will not take you to it if He can't bring you through it. And a, a scripture that really encouraged me and helped me was 2 Timothy 1 and 7. For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So if you feel that fear creeping up on you, you need to remember that that's not of God, that's of the adversary. And that what God gave you was the power to be an overcomer of that fear, to, to love despite the circumstances in front of you and to stand with with all dignity and, and, and just and love for everybody. I mean you know you don't have to you don't have to compromise yourself to stand for God. Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Kim Davis, author of the just released Under God's Authority. The story of a Kentucky clerk who stood by her convictions, was jailed for them, but ultimately released and stands as a beacon for all oppressed in expressing their biblically based views for the cause of Christ. You can learn more about Kim's work, ministry, and mission by visiting lc.org and get her book, Under God's Authority. You will be blessed, inspired, and emboldened that you did. Kim, it has been an absolute joy to meet you and honor to interview you for a program where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. But God slowed that verse down for me. And he said this, the truth must first be told for anything to change. And when that change comes, hope comes. Revelation 12, 11, we overcome by the blood of the lamb mm -hmm. and the word of our testimony. You have done this and courageously so. We thank you, America thanks you, this media outlet thanks you. God bless you, Kim, and much success for Under God's Authority. Thank you. God bless you.
the years have gone And the cause of Jesus still goes on Now our time has come to count cost To reject this world, to embrace the cross and one by one, let us live our lives for the one who died to give us life till the trumpet sounds on the final day. Let us proudly stand and boldly say, I Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenbard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D dot com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.